The Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today podcast is brought to you in part by Columbia Academy, Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, Zion Christian Academy, Custom Stone Handlers, Covenant Technology, Coach's Corner, Fast Stop Convenience Stores, Lee Company, and Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County Schools for more than 40 years. Specializing in orthopedic injuries, their ortho-quick walk-in service lets you bypass the ER. Visit them online at mtbj.net. Tennessee Sports Today with TSWA Hall of Famer Maurice Patton. Here's Chris Yow. Good Friday morning. 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 <laughs> it's Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint. Coming to you from the Lee Company studio right here in the Front Porch Sports Headquarters of WKOM 1017 FM for the final time in the morning. For the foreseeable future. At least for the foreseeable future. That's correct. It is pretty great to know that starting on Monday, you will hear our voices beginning at 4 p.m. P.m. Not 4 not, <laughs> not a.m. That's for dang sure. When it starts with a P, I'm It's always here. good. So, super excited. Monday afternoon, following the George Plaster Show. Make sure you you guys tune in for the first George Plaster Show that airs on KOM. It's going to be awesome. That's at 2 o'clock. We follow George at 4. We will be on the air until 6, taking you home in your drive time hour. But for now, it is still Friday, and it's morning. So let's get you, let's get you ready. For the rest of your day. What do you say about it? Mo, good morning. You are officially an inductee into the Hall of Fame now, so we can stop talking about it. Um, hey, I was ready to stop talking about it once it was announced in October. Y'all are the ones that kept this up. I know. <laughs> but we last night was a fantastic ceremony. Uh, Joe Williams did a wonderful job emceeing the event. Uh, I thought... So many cool and unique stories from folks who have been in this business and and the newspaper business for years and years and years. And you know what all of them had in common? What's that? They've all been writing longer than you've been alive. That's that's true. (laughs) So I'm not the only one. Well, yes, Teresa started with uh, in 87 right mm-hmm. so i i was born in 86 so your mom your mom is the uh the one she was the baby of the bunch she was so the was baby the, of the bunch yeah, yeah. <laughs> so good morning lawson you were at the event last night like the uh the wimp sanderson plaid coat fantastic i was impressed i like i like that jacket I the purple too. with the black was mm-hmm. solid solid i like well that. done Man, intern one and intern two in the building this morning. Yeah, Andrew, 
uh, on the buttons, pushing all the controls and making sure that we are live and in person. A lot of colors on here. We'll figure it out. (laughs) (laughs) At least it's color coordinated. (laughs) So if there's a little rocky, you know. Anybody listening? I apologize. We'll we'll get we'll get with it. So, I think I think you're going to do just fine. You've got Coach Mike there to coach you. Yes, <laughs> and so he's the head coach. That's of the what he, that's what he do. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, we're super excited you, you guys to be with us this morning on this uh, this Friday. Super excited because we have a great show for you, and we are going to get a chance to uh, talk about some really interesting stuff. Couple of Twitter, um, well, stuff, news stories we saw on Twitter or opinions we saw on Twitter that we're going to weigh in on. Uh, and Andrew, we will need you because. Or at least one of those. Because we're going to talk about the 12 teams that somebody thinks could win the Super Bowl. So we'll get your opinion on those. Uh, we'll also talk about the Mac because there's nothing better than Mac after dark. <laughs> the, the talk about wild and wacky. If you've ever watched a Mac football game at like ten o'clock at night, it's totally worth it because it's, it's so much fun. Uh, they have a, a a ton of great stuff in that conference. So we'll that we'll continue our college football preview with uh, the preview of the Mac today. We'll talk to Garrison Matthews, a former Franklin High School and Lipscomb Hooper. He'll talk former two sport standout Uh-oh. at Franklin. And we'll talk to him a little bit about that as well. He'll talk NBA, and and then we will get into the Braves and talk a little bit about yesterday's doubleheader over in Gwinnett, because yeah, when we talked yesterday, well, when we talked yesterday about that four oh five start, we didn't pick up on the fact that it was going to be a doubleheader. Yeah, so now we know two sevens yesterday and two great. Performances pitching wise for the Gwinnett Stripers. One P. So, one P. Uh, also, we'll talk to we'll talk NASCAR with T. Willie. He's going to be joining us in that last segment uh, before he makes his way over to Maryville for the Columbia American Little League, where he will be helping to broadcast uh, Columbia American Little League's state tournament run. I think that's going to be exciting. We need to talk a little bit about that, Mo. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited for those kids and and for that team to go over there and represent the area at the state level and trying to get to Warner Robins. So this is for those of you who who haven't who haven't maybe listened or heard about us, us talking about this when we talked to Clayton Harris. I guess it was last week, uh, may have been a couple weeks ago. I'm not sure, but um, Columbia is is playing for a chance at Williamsport. Uh, they take on Lafayette today. You have to Lafayette. Got, it's Lafayette. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of like there was. I don't remember what radio show I was listening to, but they. Oh, it was uh, George Hamilton. Uh, yesterday, I was listening to him on Mule Town Merry Go Round with JP. And in Kentucky, they have an Athens, 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 Versailles. I knew that was a Versailles, and, and and they have a Paris and that sort of thing. So I did not know it was Athens. I knew there was a town in Kentucky that was spelled A T H E N S. I did Athens. not realize it was Athens. You gotta you, you gotta know 
Because if you don't, they know you ain't from around there. Oh, without question. And then they charge you double for your lunch. <laughs> <laughs> reminds reminds me of the time um, when I was at the Tennessee and we had a new sports writer come in f- fresh out of Mizzou Journalism School. So, obviously, they knew everything. everything. Yeah. And so, she's getting ready to go to Smyrna. Oh, yeah. For something. and People on TV news still mess that up today. And, and you know, being <laughs> being the veteran and the native that I am trying to look out for a new arrival, that's Smyrna. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Okay. You can get charged double for lunch. With yeah, right. Or worse. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, Columbia takes on Lafayette. That is tomorrow at 9 o'clock, and you can hear that on uh, WKRM 103.7. Uh, they'll take on the winner of Nolensville and Morristown uh, or the loser of <laughs> Nolensville and Morristown. Uh, depending let's, on, let's, let's keep, keep it positive. Keep the positives. Yeah. <laughs> the winner will play at 11 o'clock on Sunday, and the loser plays at 3 o'clock on Sunday. So uh, that's going to be a lot of fun for them. Uh, looking forward to to listening to that on 103.7 WKRM. So congratulations, good luck to, to those young men and that team. Uh, real quick, on the website, if you are keeping up with all of our all-state selections, the boys' soccer all-state teams were announced and posted to our website this uh this morning, and <laughs> the Allstate Ferry came through. The Allstate—I'll tell you—does d- the Allstate Ferry know the Laundry Ferry at my house? Because the Laundry Ferry is always coming through in the middle of the night, <laughs> early in the morning, whatever. Sarah, Sarah was put was was getting clothes. She's like, "I'm getting clothes ready for the laundry." So I don't know why you're doing that. The ferry's gonna come. <laughs> She's like, "Who do you think the ferry is?" <laughs> I don't know. I, I've never seen the laundry get done. It just gets done. It's just it's funny <laughs> I how that put works. It, I put it in the basket. It ends up in the closet and in my dresser. I don't know. <laughs> but, yeah, the, the All-State Ferry did come through. And we had some local flavor. A uh, couple of, or just one. Yeah, just one uh, on, the, on the team. But uh, congratulations. That one was a good one. Victor Ramirez is fantastic. He is, man. And he's so deadly on those um, set-piece direct oh, kicks. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, was, I was lucky enough to get a couple of videos of him converting a couple of those during the postseason. Man, he's so clutch. Um, they're going to be fun to watch. Both he and Brewer Wall were named All-State by the um, – State High School Soccer Coaches Association um, over the weekend, and now Ramirez doubles up with the um, Tennessee Sports Writers Association All-State recognition. So Both of those players will be back next year, mm-hmm. in, and goaltender. Yes. Uh, Dane, Dane Holly. Holly will be back next year. Yeah. So they've got the core of that group coming back, and it's uh should be an interesting season for – uh, Columbia Central Boys Soccer with Coach Greg Sidlowski. So, congratulations to Victor Ramirez for being named to the TSWA All State Team. What was it last night? There was a it, <laughs> Joe messed up the T 
TWSA. And 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 I can see how that. Oh yeah, it certainly rolls off the tongue a little better than TSWA. TWSA. That's that's a much easier thing to say. Like if you're just, so I get it. It's it's all good. We you know it's listexic. And and any time we can give Joe a hard time, it's a good time. Andrew, do you know how dyslexic people say dyslexia? No. Dyslexia it doesn't mess with their speech. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> oh man! Practicing the dead jokes. Where's your, huh? where, where's your There it is. I had to give myself that one because, yes, the dad jokes are in full effect today. All right. It's about that time. So let's give you today's rundown. This is the rundown. The Friday rundown is brought to you by Chip Walters of Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. The voice of the Blue Raiders also wants to be your trusted advisor in real estate. Contact Chip at 615-542-1915 or through his website at choosechip.net. Chip Walters, proud to support local youth sports in southern Middle Tennessee. In baseball action on Thursday, sorry about that, the Brewers... Defeated the Reds 5-3. to Phillies blanked the Cubs 8-0. And the Padres edged the Nationals 9-8 with a relief pitcher hitting a grand slam in that one. So, that was pretty cool. The first, I saw something on that. It was the first time that a pitcher's first hit was a grand slam since like 1898. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> in minor league baseball action, it was Gwinnett 7, sounds 2. That was in seven innings. And then... Uh, they, the Stripers completed that sweep yesterday, six nothing over Nashville. In NBA Finals action, Game Two, the Phoenix Suns took a two nothing lead with a one eighteen one oh eight victory over Milwaukee. In MLS action at Nissan Stadium last night, Atlanta United and the Nashville Soccer Club played to a two two draw. Would have been a three two win, but an offsides penalty negated. The third goal from Nashville. The dreaded offsides. Get you every time. In when, um, weekend baseball action of area interest, on Friday, um, the Phillies and the Red Sox will play at 6-10 on ESPN+. Plus. Also at 6-10 tonight, the Atlanta Braves open a three-game series at Miami. Again, that game is at 6-10 p.m. It will be shown on Valley Sports South will also be heard on our sister station, 103.7 WKRM, pregame beginning at 4.55. On Saturday, the A's are at the Rangers at 3.05. That's on Fox Sports 1. On Big Fox at 6.15, you will have either the Reds at Milwaukee, the Yankees at Houston, or the Cardinals at Wrigley Field against the Cubs on um Go ahead. Uh, well, I can't read it. At 9-10 on ESPN+, Plus, Colorado is at San Diego. And at 3-10, the Braves continue their series at the Marlins. Again, that game will be shown on Valley Sports South. And some po- – well, it will be heard in its entirety, I guess, on 103.7 WKRM pregame beginning at 155 unless that little league game goes six hours (laughs) yeah we'll get to that here in a second on sunday the braves and marlins finish that three-game series at 12 10 it can be heard on uh wkrm and maybe you may hear it all you may not hear it all 
uh, depending. And that will be seen on Valley Sports South. The Yankees and Astros at 110 on TBS. No Sunday night baseball because All-Star Weekend starts uh, after those 3 o'clock games end on Sunday. In minor league baseball action on Saturday, uh, no, today is at 6.05 Central. Sounds at the Stripers. Tomorrow they'll play at 5.05 Central. And on Sunday they'll play at 12.05 Central. So that is the Sounds and Stripers schedule. And then, of course, NBA Finals, you've got the Suns and Bucks. That's uh, on Sunday at 7 p.m. on ABC. That's game three. Post-19 seniors will be playing in and around Tupelo, Mississippi this weekend in the King City Classic. Today they play at 5.15 against the Hub City Bombers. I think that game is actually at Northeast Mississippi Community College in Boonville. Um, on Saturday, the post-19 seniors will play the 205 Baseball Club. I bet they're from Alabama. Bet. That game is a 2.30 start. Um, and where is that? Do we know? Is that in Tupelo? I, I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, let's see. I could yeah. tell you, but um, that is in Tupelo, yes. Okay. All as right. is the rest of the. It, okay. And then at 4.45 on Saturday, they play against Oxford, Mississippi. Not Alabama. Not Alabama. (laughs) On Sunday, the tournament continues. I assume that those first three games are pool play games, and then they go into bracket play on Sunday because we do not have a specific time for that contest in the King City Classic. Yeah, that's it. I've never known Tupelo. Oh. Tupelo, Mississippi, King City, Elvis Presley. Elvis Presley, baby. Light bulb. (laughs) (laughs) That's going to do it for your Friday rundown on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. Literally, every time I had looked at that schedule since I saw that, I was trying to figure out King City. I can't figure it out. Now you know. uh, Now I know. The Kang. The the Kang's (laughs) here. The Kang. Yep. Oh, when we come back, we're going to talk about the 12 teams that could win the Super Bowl. Andrew's going to get on the microphone with us while he also tries to figure out all these buttons. So good luck to him. We'll be right back on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Day, presented by Mid Tennessee Bone and Joint. Stick around. Keep your home as comfortable as possible. If you have any issues with your air conditioner, electrical, or plumbing systems, call Lee Company. Our techs use visual findings and other technology tools to add transparency and clarity. You see what we see, whether we're in a crawl space or on the roof. We're here 24-7, so if you need us, call us. Lee Company, call 931-548-4448 today or schedule your appointment at LeeCompany.com. That's LeeCompany.com. Hey folks, while we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ned Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com. the 
teams you care about. It's Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. Once again, with Mo, here's Chris. Welcome back into Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. 27 minutes past the hour here on this Friday morning, our final morning show of Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. So happy to be with you guys this morning. Don't forget the move to 4 p.m. next week. 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. Coming to you from the Lee Company studio right here on the banks of the West 7th, where, by the way, there is an AT&T truck outside. So <laughs> yeah. That's, uh, Power of the people. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that for sure at some point here uh, because that's big news. Uh, but first, before we get started talking about the 12 teams that could win the Super Bowl, I know it's 930, but it's never too early to start thinking about lunch. Where are we going to eat lunch today? Well, if you're thinking about eating lunch, have you ever heard, and, I, and I'm going to ask you this, have you ever heard of Mama Jane's Kitchen, Mo? I have not. Mama, tell me about, my, I hope you're going to tell me about Mama Jane's Kitchen. I am. Mama okay, Jane's cool. Kitchen is actually uh, in the local fast stop markets in Centerville and right here at the Hampshire Pike Fast Stop. Oh, yeah, I've seen I've seen that. I did not realize that it was Mama Jane's Kitchen. It is, it, and it may not be your mama's kitchen, but it's basically the next best thing. Uh, it's named for the matriarch of the family-owned company, and we've talked about how Fast Stop is a family-owned company. Uh, Mama Jane's serving up delicious southern-inspired foods such as cornmeal-breaded fish, hand-breaded chicken, home-style biscuits, uh, many other items on the uh, menu that are easy to just grab and go. Uh, obviously, if you're on the go at lunchtime and you need something quick, fast food sounds like a great option. Or you could just go to Mama Jane's, get something really good on the go. So definitely go check them out. Again, they're in Centerville and the Hampshire Pike store in Columbia. Uh, and make sure if, if you are if you are near Fast Stop, they have great delis in all of their Fast Stop locations uh, in our coverage area, which includes Columbia, Centerville, Lawrenceburg, Spring Hill, Dixon, and White Bluff. So. Check them out. Fast Stop. Mama Jane's Kitchen right here in Columbia. Delicious. All right. I have to introduce this by saying I got this text from Mo that said we need to talk about this, especially with Andrew in the room, because Andrew's kind of our he's kind of our NFL guy. And not kind of, he is our NFL guy. <laughs> um, outside of Teresa Walker, he definitely has the most knowledge of anybody that's been on this show about the NFL. Um, SI.com, which we've talked about already once this week, and they're ridiculous. SI.com, we've talked about them, Murfreesboro. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> so I, I think that's a different arm of SI, but it carries care. the same. It's <laughs> SI.com, so yeah. Connor Orr of SI.com wrote a story entitled The 12 Teams That Could Win Super Bowl 56. That's this year's Super Bowl, by the way, in case you're wondering. Last year's the, the Super Bowl that is at the end of this coming season. the 2021 season. And it says, quote, of the NFL's 32 teams, only 12 have a real shot to hoist the Lombardi Trophy next February. These are those 12, and one that he immediately regretted leaving off. He being, did you mention? Connor Orr. Connor Orr. Yes. One in and Connor. So, already, 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 I've got credibility issues. Because this guy can't even spell his name. (laughs) Right? 
All right, so let's just go down the list. You ready? Here we go. Are you ready? Yeah. The Kansas City Chiefs, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the Cleveland Browns, the Buffalo Bills, the Green Bay Packers, the Los Angeles Rams, the San Francisco 49ers, the Dallas Cowboys, the Indianapolis Colts, the Baltimore Ravens, Seattle Seahawks, Los Angeles Chargers, and the one notable absence in his mind. In his mind, the New England Patriots. One of these things is not now. Like let, the let me say this. In also in Connor Orr's article on SI.com, he says last year he wrote a piece on the twelve teams that could realistically win the Super Bowl, and he left off the Super Bowl champion. Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So, yeah, he's already telling you, hey, I may or I may not know what I'm talking about. So, I'm going to go with teams, the latter. Uh-huh, of the 12 teams that he has said can win this year's Super Bowl and the one that he immediately leaves off the list, that's 13 out of 32. When I saw this, when I – when I saw it on Twitter, I'm like, okay. 12 teams that can win it. One team that he immediately regrets leaving off the list. Oh, okay. The one team that he immediately regretted leaving off the list is the Tennessee Titans because I knew they wouldn't be on the list. Well, sure enough, they weren't on the list. And they weren't the one that he immediately regretted leaving off the list. So he's still not covered his bases. Why is it? That this team just – why are the Tennessee Titans the Rodney Dangerfield of the NFL? They get no respect. Why can't they get any respect? 27th biggest national market in the league, I think. It's just, Green Bay Packers just laziness. On the list. <laughs> but, I mean, obviously that's – it is what it is. It, I, here's my thing about, about the Green Bay Packers being on the list. They don't even know who their quarterback is. And he says, if Jordan Love is their starting quarterback, they're not on this list. Then why put him on the list? <laughs> that's the Maybe. way it's heading. It really is. Uh, that's That's the thing. I mean, okay, there are defensive issues with the Titans. There are defensive concerns. You know, there's kind of a lingering hangover from what you saw out of last year's defense. I choose to think but. that between what they had going on coaching staff-wise, did they have a defensive coordinator? Did they not have a defensive coordinator? Depends on who you ask. And the acquisitions that they've made over the summer or over the off season, I think that defense will be better than it was. But again, as we said a few weeks ago, a 41-38 victory counts the same as a 13-10 victory. Why should the Titans be on the list, Andrew? Of 12 teams that could win the Super Bowl. 12. Well, a third of, more the, than a third of the league. Including, by the way, the Indianapolis freaking Colts. Yeah. How are the Colts and the Chargers on this list? How are the have, Dallas Cowboys on this list? Well, I'm not even concerned with the NFC, to That's be fair. honest, because the Titans aren't competing for one of those spots. But the Colts and the Chargers. I, Justin Herbert had a great rookie season. 
But they didn't win much. They'll be better just because he'll be better, I think. But, you know, they also underwent a coaching change. So there's a lot that remains to be seen with them. The Colts. No. No. I I don't get why everybody's buying into the Carson Wentz hype. Like, after the season he had last year, I don't – it's going to take a miracle to get back to where he was. I don't understand why everybody's buying into the Carson Wentz hype when you consider the number of folks that were willing to help Carson Wentz pack up his locker to get out of Philly. Listen, I ain't talking no trash about Carson Wentz. He's not been great in the NFL, but I'm still not talking trash because – I've seen Hey, him. he's a lot. This this ain't North Dakota State. I'm just saying. I'm I, not. I, I, I personally I, am not saying anything about Carson Wentz because I I'm just not gonna. I know you are a. <laughs> That's all I, I'm saying. I know you are an FCS guy, and I get all that. And I know that Carson Wentz is arguably potentially the greatest FCS quarterback of all time. Tony Romo online one. No, well, in in FCS, outside of. Outside of Steve McNair, Carson Wentz may be the greatest of all time. And had Steve McNair... There's a huge gap. I'm just saying, based on what they did in college, Tony Romo was not very good at Eastern Illinois. No, he was not. (laughs) So, in fact... He was eh. You know, I was covering the OVC at that time. I I, I thought TSU had a better quarterback, Shannon Harris. (laughs) Probably That's, That's just me personally. But, Andrew, tell us why the Titans... Why are the Titans not on this list? What are their issues outside of the defense that we all know? It's the defense. That's uh, it, the people, right? People look at last year and see how god-awful that <laughs> defense was. was last year. And it was. But then you, you take a look at what we did on defense. You get Danico Autry from the Colts. You get Bud Dupree coming from the Steelers, who's one of the more well-rounded pass rushers in this league. The draft. Janoris Jenkins. Janoris Jenkins, who seems, or what sounds like he's doing really well so far. Quick, agile, a lot of energy. Jeffrey. Jeffrey Simmons. Jeffrey the monster. Next to Nico Autry. You get Caleb Farley, and who's. Dupree, by the way. That pass rush ought to, be, ought to be really good. Caleb Farley, arguably the, the best cornerback in this year's draft, simply because so of uh, an injury. Get hurt. Yeah. Correct. Elijah Molden, who I think was also a steal. I think we got him at like pick 100s. Uh, gotten a lot of comparisons to a young Logan Ryan who had a really good three-year stint here um, a couple years ago. And then you get some blossoming players like Amani Hooker next to Kevin Byard, who played pretty well last year, taking over for uh, Kenny Vaccaro and his, uh, his multiple injuries that kind of derailed his season last year. Oh, and by the way, just that one guy. Um, what's his name? Uh, the one guy on the other side of the ball that we signed. Who was it? <laughs> oh, you that, talking oh, about Julio Jones. Jones. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you, with this this offense, that it's guy. going to be, unless something stupid crazy happens, this offense is going to be just as good. I don't want to say better than last year because that's, that's going to take a lot to be better than what we were last year, but – Julio okay. Jones is better than Corey Davis. I was about to say, let's be honest here. We went from the Titans being, oh, my God, this receiver core is now depleted to being better than it was last year. Yeah. 
in one day. I'll tell you that that Des Fitzpatrick pick yeah. looks a lot better now that Julio's on the team. Josh Reynolds, that signing looks Josh a lot better. Josh Reynolds. Oh, he's going to eat. Josh Reynolds oh, is your three. He's your number three. He's going to eat. <laughs> and all and, and all Anthony Ferkser does is catch touchdown passes. Well, see, that's what I was about to say. I want to take back what I said a couple months ago. I wasn't sure where we were going to stand on the tight ends with Ferkser and Because your boy made made a statement. And well, we didn't know what was going to happen. Uh, you know, you let Johnu leave. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. before Julio comes. But now that Julio's here, Ferkser also but is going to Delaney just Walker it. said Kyle Ferkser. Is going to be Anthony Ferkser. I'm sorry, Anthony Ferkser is going to be a ma- a monster. He's, he's not mean, the most athletic or fast player in neither the league. Was Delaney. But, but, but here's the, here's the thing, though. If you're a defense, and you've got you got AJ over here, you got Julio over mm-hmm. here, and Josh Reynolds in the slot. You got Josh Reynolds in the slot, and, and you got Ferkser at tight end. I mean, he's he's, he's a a poor man's Jason Witten. He's big. He's strong. His route running is fantastic, and his hands are automatic. His, his hands are automatic. That's the thing. He catches the ball. Everything. Everything. I think I've maybe seen him drop one pass in the last two to three seasons. Maybe one. And and Michael Pruitt ain't no joke. Well, he he got signed on with uh, the Niners. That's right. A couple weeks ago, um, which was a little bit of a question because he's he's not a big, huge, athletic. Type, but he's also yeah. steady. He's also always in the right place at the right time. He's a good blocker. So behind Ferks or at tight end is, is uh, Jeff Swain or yeah. Geoff Swain. Geoff, yeah. Jeff like Bodine. After that, <laughs> if you're a NASCAR fan, <laughs> there's just some uh, some camp bodies. That, that but that's I mean that, and, plenty. Oh yeah. yeah, the the yeah the basketball player. French, I was gonna say. French, whatever his name is. Um, so the, the tight end position looks a lot better now. Yeah. I mean, uh, Ferkser is going to be the uh, the guy. Swaim is going to give him some some rest. You've got Derrick Henry in the backfield. You've got Ryan Tannehill in the backfield, who, by the way, has been one of the best passers in the league, even better than the guy he has at number one on his list to win the Super Bowl, and that's Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. He's been a better quarterback by the numbers than Patrick Mahomes. And let's not forget that we've all seen Ryan Tannehill Run, I mean, he scored he's a forty. He scored. A, he's, he's got fast. wheels. He's a former wide receiver. Yep. So it's not like he's not athletic. He's not Tom Brady back there. He's not. He, he's not Peyton Manning back there. <laughs> he's Ryan Tannehill, former athlete in the SEC, wide receiver mm, in the SEC. This guy can. He can move. He can, he can make play, plays, and he's as good as anybody at throwing the football. Smart, accurate, and now he's got even mistakes. better options. Yes. Just throw it up and let two go get it. Let the, 11 go get it. The only issue I can see, it's not really even an issue, it's kind of a good issue to have, is there's not going to be enough balls to go around. Sure to there everybody. will. Well. If, I, don't, I really don't think, though, when you look at the way A.J. Brown and Derrick Henry campaigned for Julio Jones to come to Tennessee, I don't, I don't anticipate that being a problem. You ever were you, you, Julio even said that it doesn't matter to him if he gets it's, ten catches or two catches. All he cares about is winning. So. It's all about the ring. The, the ring the right, is the thing. The ring is the thing this year, and that's what the Titans are after. And apparently, Connor Orr with one end says it's not going to happen. So you guys take that, run with it if you want. 
We'll post this on Twitter. And I, let I you just guys feel talk like if it. you're talking about twelve teams out 13. of thir- out of thirteen teams out of thirty two that can make the Super Bowl, and the Tennessee Titans aren't among them. I got to question you. While Dallas and Indianapolis are. So I'll, got, I'll just I'll just say I agreed with 3 of those 12 or 13. Everything else was a little bit of an eye Long roller, shot. But I'm not Well, I mean, Kansas City, it's tough to miss on. Yeah, Kansas City, Tampa Bay, he's got Cleveland at number 3, which I guess could happen. So, I don't know. Eh. You guys you guys tell us Talk amongst yourselves. Josh yeah. Allen, Talk is to he going to have another great year? We'll see. I think Buffalo is going to have a down year uh, just because the expectations are they're not going to sneak up on anybody. So we'll see what happens. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we got to talk about the MAC. Uh, get to college football right after this on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Day, presented by Mid Tennessee Bone and Joint. We'll be right back. When we're out covering sports in and around Murray County, communication between Maurice and I is absolutely vital to our success. When your business needs top-notch communication and local service, Covenant Technology is there, and they are dedicated to helping your business succeed by ensuring open lines of communication to your clients and customers. Contact them today at 615-846-9898 or visit covenanttechnology.net. Fast Stop Markets is a full-service, family-owned convenience store chain located in 14 locations throughout Middle and West Tennessee. For those in our listing area, you can find them in Columbia, Centerville, Lawrenceburg, Spring Hill, Dixon, and White Bluff. Fast Stop partners with wholesale fuel brands like Shell, Marathon, and Exxon, delivering a consistent customer experience that is fast, friendly, and clean. If it's not already, it will soon become your go-to store to shop in town or on the road. Fast Stop Markets is proud to be keeping you moving in Tennessee. about it's southern middle tennessee sports today once again with mo here's chris welcome back into southern middle tennessee sports day presented by mid tennessee bone and joint 12 minutes to the top of the hour here on wkom 1017 fm the front porch sports headquarters in the lee company studio happy to have you guys along with us this morning as we finish up the last segment of our last 9 a.m broadcast it's exciting. Uh, we will be moving to the 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. slot starting Monday, July 12th, following the George Plaster Show. If you're listening in this hour next week, you will hear Chris Plant, D.C. political analyst, talking head, whatever uh, you want to call them. <laughs> I'm not sure what, what they're called. Um, radio host, that's what he is. So, yeah, let's get into some college football because, as we've been doing and will continue to do, we are previewing uh, different college conferences uh, up until we get to the SEC, at which point we will then preview each team because we know you guys care about that more than anything. So It just means more. It just means more. Uh, 
This morning we're going to talk about the Mac, one of one of the the, the more fun conferences, you know, Maction. If for nothing else, the games are entertaining because most of the teams are competitive with one another. Uh, and the games usually end with something weird, kind of like Pac-12 after dark. Um, but, yeah, a little maction is always good. Especially midweek maction. Oh, yeah. Give me give me Wednesday and Thursday night maction all day. Tuesday night. Tuesday night maction. Please and thank you. Can never get enough. Because that's the thing. Like, I wouldn't watch it on Tuesday night if it was, you know, 47 to 12. But typically, it's it's a competitive ball game. Yeah, typically, it's 38-35. And you never know what's going to happen at the end. <laughs> so, it gets fun. And and it's so, predict, uh, so unpredictable. It seems like any team, any night out, regardless of what, you know, it, the MAC seems to be the classic – throw the records out the window conference. Yep. Especially on those midweek games because they're 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 weird because you, you have either, Well the preparation is weird right. and I think that makes that the makes game sense. weird. Right. That, exactly. And of course we've seen over the last few years uh Ohio and Toledo have kind of been the class of this conference. Frank Solich, former Nebraska coach, mm-hmm. uh, has Ohio rolling. And they are predicted to be the number one team out of the East. Not surprisingly, they are they're really good um, and have been good for quite a while. You know, a couple of years ago, UAB beat them in that Boca, mm-hmm. Boca Raton Bowl, but that was an unreal performance from one particular UAB wide receiver who had like three touchdowns receiving and a, and a kick return for a touchdown or something. But other than that, they've been really good. I think it'll be interesting. Obviously, um, Buffalo lost their coach over the offseason, Lance Leopold, who was up for a number of um, Power 5 jobs, including um, I think he was in the mix pretty heavily at Vanderbilt. Uh, You heard his name at Tennessee as well. He um, wound up at Kansas, but he's not at Buffalo. And I think that they were one of the better teams in the MAC Eastern Division last year. So it'll be interesting to see how they bounce back under new leadership in particular. Well, yeah, and, and, you know, Shane Montgomery is their new play caller. He's the new offensive coordinator under uh, Maurice Linguist. And – but they had their quarterback back, and that that's kind of really important in in this level. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can get a new coach and a new offensive coordinator, but if you have a really solid quarterback like Kyle Van Treese, you're going to be pretty good. Uh, Kevin Marks Jr. returns. He ran for 741 yards as a backup last year. That right there just tells you that they're going to they're gonna be uh, a tough out on offense. Now, defensively, I have no idea what they've got. Uh, I Taylor Riggins, which is not uh, to be confused with uh, what's the kid from Friday Night Lights? That was Rick, Tim. Tim Riggins. <laughs> I'm not sure if he's related to Tim Riggins or not, but Taylor had eight and a half sacks in 2019, and he's back from an injury this year, so that's solid. But, uh, but yeah, it, Buffalo is is going to be up there. I think uh, I think Miami Ohio is always kind of a you know a tough out in that Eastern Division as well. In the West, um, it doesn't feel like it, but apparently Jim McElwain will be going into his third year at Central Michigan. Jeez. And two, apparently two of their 
road games are at Missouri and at LSU. So they're gonna they're gonna learn today. But um Well they so they get a they get they got a quarterback transfer, which is always good. Yeah. Um it's interesting. Jacob Sermon, the nephew of former Titans player Peter Sermon, transferred from Washington to Central Michigan. So and it's uh, always fascinating to see those guys that leave Power Five conferences or Power Five conference programs and wind up at G five programs and, and what their impact is. And I'm sure that they'll be looking for some big things out of out of Sermon. Yeah, they they have a couple of wide receivers, one of which is on the all name team, Khalil Pimpleton. Pimpleton? Pimpleton. Okay. Uh, and Khalil Pimpleton is just that rolls off the tongue, boy. Mm. That's a good one. <laughs> so if he has a if he has a big game, does Pimpleton pop? <laughs> I love it. That's so good. Oh man. <laughs> Give it to him. Oh, oh, there we go. Uh, <laughs> that was a long laugh. You can hit it again. And stop. It's just a really funny joke, you know. You gotta, you that gotta was hilarious. Um, predicted to be the number six team out of the East is Tennessee opening game opponent Bowling Green. The Falcons. They went zero and five last year. They were outscored two twenty five to fifty seven, and it's not getting any better. And this is a Thursday night game, y'all. It it's moved. It's That's, gonna be on television. Yeah, they're gonna put they're gonna nationally put them on TV. televised. Tennessee and Bowling Green. They're gonna put them in the movies. <laughs> <laughs> All you gotta do is act natural. Bowling Green. Yeah, well. Come on, that was a good beat. They they played um, they played a game a few years ago at Nissan Stadium. Um, was that the season opener? I don't remember. I remember I was there. Yeah, but yeah I think it was. Yeah. So well, a they, little bit of a rivalry here. They've got a lot of orange. <laughs> well, and two different shades of it. Really weird different shades. I mean that 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 brown well, and burnt orange. The, the bowling that they Green have. is is kind of Cleveland yeah. light with that. Brown and orange that they got going on. And, and I don't hate it. I'll be honest. It could be worse. Uh, <laughs> what was our – what? that's our new saying. It yeah. could be worse, but this but, is, it still but ain't good. But it's still not good, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it could be worse, but it still ain't good. That's our new saying here. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> oh, man, that's a, that's the, the motto for our radio show. <laughs> it could be worse, but, but it still, still ain't good. still ain't good. Yeah. <laughs> so expect I, I expect Ohio to be among there. Toledo obviously has been really good. Ball State uh, has an opportunity to win the West as just as much as anybody. Uh, last year they won the the MAC title first since '96 uh, with the win over Buffalo in the conference championship game, and then they beat San Jose State in the Arizona Bowl. They've got 17 starters remaining, so or returning. So I expect Ball State to be in there, and they got guess who. Tennessee transfer, former walk-on, and independence wide receiver, legacy, Chase Bishop. Ah, following in the footsteps. Following in his daddy's footsteps up there in, in Ball State. Well, if he has half the career that, that Blaine had up there, he'll he'll be in pretty good shape. That's it's interesting. I did not I knew that he had left uh Tennessee. I did not know where he had wound up, but that's I assumed that's where he was going to go, and 
ended up. I mean, just because. Sure. I mean, it makes sense. It's kind of if if you're looking for a place to go, you just say, "Hey, I'm Blaine Bishop's son. Mm. Give me a shot. Come on in." <laughs> and they're like, "Oh, okay. Come on in. Yeah, the water's fine. Yeah, right." <laughs> uh, Drew Drew Plitt is their quarterback. He returns, and uh, man, they thirty four point two game two points a game last year. So, so is that is that Plitt or is that P Lit? P lit. I like it. <laughs> P lit, baby. All right. Uh, they're going to be really good. So I, I I'm gonna go out on a limb and say Ball State's gonna win the Mac again. It, that's a limb. That that's quite the limb you're going out oh, on. Oh yeah, real. Yeah. It, it's it's a it, it is way out there. I'm just, you know, I'm just bending down. Mm-hmm. Now yeah. I, I mean it's it's as good of a chance as any. All right. That's gonna do it. That's our Mac preview. We, we don't know anything about the Mac. So you just heard everything we know about the Mac. Everything. Yeah. <laughs> the entirety of our we, Mac We knowledge. have exhausted it. Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't ask us anything else. <laughs> <laughs> when we return, we got Garrison Matthews, former Franklin uh, two-sport athlete in Lipscomb Hooper. Going to talk a little NBA. So really excited. So uh, stick around on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Again, we are... Back at about 10.05, so stick around. Like I said, on WKM 101.7 FM. Back to the Lee Company studio uh, right after this on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Day, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Tennessee Sports Today with TSWA Hall of Famer Maurice Patton. Here's Chris Yow. Welcome back in to Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint. Five minutes past the hour here of 10 o'clock. Coming to you live from the Lee Company studio in Columbia, Tennessee. Front Porch Sports Headquarters, WKOM 1017 FM, Facebook and Twitter. Glad to have you guys along with us for the ride. This final Morning edition of Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Day. Next week we move to the four to six hour. So hours, yeah. Well, four to six time slot. Do, <laughs> dose of those babies. Dos, dos, <laughs> dos. Uh, yeah, uh, we are super pumped about it. But if you are on Facebook, if you're on Twitter, thank you guys for listening to us this morning. We appreciate it. We've got one hour left, and we've got a great hour to go. We we uh, we'll talk Braves a little bit later. We'll have T Willie talking NASCAR, uh, Sounds and Gwinnett. Uh, talk. We're going to talk a lot more. Uh, normally, we would have Jeff Hem on in this segment of the show on Fridays. Yeah, Jeff. Um, having some family time with the Sounds being so close down in Gwinnett. bunch of um bunch of relatives kind of joined him on the road trip, and so. They're either sleeping in or doing the tourist thing. Who knows? But um, World of Coke, College Football Hall of Fame, do it. Hey, the Georgia Aquarium. The aquarium is really nice. The, the aquarium is really cool. So, yeah. Um, so, he was not available this morning. But we do have former Franklin High School 
two sports stand out. Because I remember watching him get down on the gridiron as well. But um, has um, since starred at Lipscomb University on the hardwood and um, just completed, I think, his second season with the Washington Wizards, Garrison Matthews. Um, Garrison, good morning. Good morning. I appreciate y'all having me on. Man, we appreciate you coming on with us for a little bit. And um, when I called you to set this up, Garrison, my thought was that um, we could talk a little NBA finals with the Suns and the Bucks, but at the same time I was wondering – you know, if you're not in the playoffs, if you're not in the championship series, you know, how much attention are you paying to what's going on? And your answer was not a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I've been, you know, I've, man, I've been, I've been taking my time off uh, for a little bit, but no, I know, I know those both those teams really well. I know the Suns are are killing it right now. You know, Monty Williams is definitely definitely got a rolling. Um, so I know I know a good bit about those teams, but man, I haven't been watching Well I, I figured that you had probably played against them during the regular season and might have a little bit of knowledge of them. I know that um you know the the pundits, the NBA analysts did not expect this matchup for the finals. What did you see out of those two teams, you know Besides um, Giannis and besides Devin Booker, that that you know made you feel like maybe they had a shot at being here at this point. Um, and I th- I think it's really you know besides Booker and besides Giannis, I mean they're both teams' role players have really stepped up. I mean obviously you got Chris Middleton really isn't a, a role player; he's been killing it. And then you got you know Pat Connaughton, Brent Forbes, you know those guys that have been playing really good, shooting well for them. And, um, PJ Tucker, I mean, he's a force on the floor. He's out there hitting everybody and, you know, getting in fights with everybody. <laughs> but, uh, but, uh, you know, on the, on the Sun side, you got Chris Paul, who's never been to a championship before and he's out there, you know, I've seen these stats where he's assisting or scoring almost the majority of their points. Um, then, you know, you got Mikel Bridges who's playing great. And then all those other role players. So I really think it's honestly the role players that have um, really stepped into their roles and done the best that they can in their roles to help their team, you know, get to the get to the championship. Which I think is the most important thing. I mean, obviously you got like guys like LeBron and stuff that can sometimes will their teams to the championship. But if you don't have role players that are really stepping up and being stars in their roles, then it's it's hard to make it to the championship. And and that's a perspective that you know kind of fits for you I guess that that role player role because that that's been your role with the Wizards here over these two years um averaging 15 minutes a game over over 82 games 24 starts this past year but um how do you make that transition Garrison because all of these guys were with rare exception the guy before they got to the league, how how easy or how tough is it to make that mental slash emotional transition to you know being that role player? Yeah, I can't I can't speak for other guys, but for myself, I don't. It wasn't uh, too hard a transition. I mean, first of all, you know, obviously I was the guy that was scoring most of the points. I mean, 
for me, I didn't think I was going to make it to the league. Um, so I wouldn't even take anything for granted. And I knew quickly I wasn't going to be a guy that was going to score 20 a game. So I just I tried to find a niche somewhere in the team where I could somewhere just come in there and just help the team win, you know, just playing, whether that be playing as hard as I can, getting a stop on defense or knocking down an open three. I just tried as hard as I could to find a niche that, that I could fit in and help a team win. And when you got a guy that can shoot threes and plays hard on defense, I mean, it's hard to keep somebody like that off the floor. Um, so really the most important thing for me is to find a way to not negatively impact teams. That makes sense. That, that's, you know, it's interesting that you mentioned that because there, there are guys on you know on every team that have to make, you know that that can't make mistakes if they want to continue to get on the floor, right? I mean, it's, I it's exactly <laughs> if you want to if you want to stay on the floor, you can't really make mistakes. But it, you know, it seems like sometimes those are always also the guys who who kind of come up in the biggest moments, and uh, just like. You know, when you got the assist to to Russ uh, early February on that game winner uh, over the Bucks, wasn't it? In the one forty eight, one was it the Nets? Okay, um, <laughs> you know how how cool is it to know that you know you are kind of playing in a in a role that is so important, and in those top moments, you are counted on if not to make the basket to at least not turn it over. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm fortunate enough that, that my the skill set that I'm that is my game, every team needs. You know, everybody needs to shoot. Everybody needs a guy that can face the floor. Mm-hmm. So I'm thankful that that's one of my uh, one of my biggest strengths is being able to shoot the ball. Because if you can't shoot, you're a little white boy from Franklin, Tennessee, I mean, you ain't going to step on the floor, <laughs> let's be honest. Uh, so shooting the ball has become a thing in this league. Um and, and, and it's like, it's the offense, man. You know, like, nobody expects doing that kind of thing. But if you can shoot the ball and your coach, your coach trusts you, that's the big thing. you got to have a coach that trusts you. And it's not going to come easy when you're in my role. Like you, like you said, you're, you're, your margin for error is very, very slim. So, like, I, I've had games where I go in and I get beat on whatever, on defense. I'm out for the rest of the game because I get beat for the game. Um, so it's, you know, it's tough playing like that, but it also comes with the job, man. It's, you can't get, let your ego get in the way. Um, but I, I tell you, man, I'm thankful that my, my strength is something that everything needs. If, if, if CP3 gets this championship ring and it, I, I fully believe that they're going to finish this thing off in no fewer than six games or no more than six mm-hmm. games. Um, is Russ next? He's got to be next, right? He's on the list. Next to get a championship. I mean, he, the the guy who who deserves one and hasn't uh, gotten one. I would say so. I mean, you know, Russ is Russ is uh, a guy that goes out there and plays as, as literally as hard as he can every single night. Um, you know, he's a great teammate. I I've, I've enjoyed getting to know him over the past year and playing with him. Um, his intensity is the highest I've ever seen from a player. Um, so it's, it's hard not to want to go, not to want to play with somebody like that. You know, somebody that fights as hard as they can and, and just tries to, you know, just fight. I mean, that's, I think, the most important thing to me is playing with guys who care and, 
play as hard as they can and have the intensity that he does, um, you know, it's, it's super inspiring. And it, it brought up our, you know, our first year, we didn't have that. My first year there, we didn't have the intensity like Russ brought us this year. Um, that intensity is, is contagious and it, it goes throughout a team. So, yeah, you know, he doesn't have another championship. Obviously, you know, the NBA doesn't care about who deserves it. <laughs> but no, he's, he's, he's definitely, you know, he's definitely, I would say, one a guy that deserves it for sure. We've got former Franklin High two-sport standout Garrison Matthews on the line. Um, just finished up his second season with the Washington Wizards. Garrison, um, like I said, I, I, I watched you play football when you were at Franklin. You're, they've got you listed at 6'5", 215. You talk about how hard it has been to kind of carve out your niche in the NBA. At what point did you decide that basketball was your path and and not football? I'd say, you know, I was getting recruited a little bit for football. Um, you know, it's an FCS school. And then, you know, I broke my collarbone that junior year, so I didn't get to play the last half of my junior year, which hurt. Um, so, you know, I, as I started getting recruited for basketball and some of those offers came in, that's when I – I knew I was probably going to have the best chance to succeed in, in basketball. Well, it certainly can't argue with it. But uh, I, and when you look, uh, we were talking earlier on the show about um, the Titans have a guy, Hassan French, 6'7", 240, who was in their minicamp trying out as a tight end. Um, you ever consider football once you left high school at, at any point? I mean, I did, man. It was my favorite sport. I loved football. Um, I don't know, because I was kind of a tweener. I wasn't necessarily the biggest tight end, but then I wasn't the fastest wide receiver. So, you know, I was kind of stuck in that tweener mode where I don't think, you know, if, I, if maybe I had a little bit more speed out on the out on the edge, you know, who knows. But, you know, I definitely missed football at time. It was by far my favorite. There you go. Hey, you know, Garrison Matthews, joining us here on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint. And as I'm watching this this NBA Finals, uh, it, it just amazes me how every single player on these teams is the best player I have ever seen. You know what I mean? Like every single player on on your team could go down to Lifetime Fitness over here in Franklin <laughs> and and wipe the floor with the best player in the pickup game. How crazy is it to see that level of talent every single day coming from Franklin and Lipscomb and that and, you know playing as great as the the A Sun is? It's not the NBA. Yeah, no, it's it's crazy. It's funny because you see all this. This trash talk on social media. Where this guy at the end of the bench is trash. This guy's trash. This guy's trash. Well, come on, man. It's, you got a better chance to win a lottery than making the league. Um, you gotta, you gotta be a high level player to just sit on that bench. Uh, I don't care who you are. If you make it to the league, you're right. You're one of the elite. I mean, one of the 400 something players. I mean, you're one of 400 in the entire world. So, I mean, you, I mean, people can say, you know, guys on the bench are trash. This and that, but you know. It's the hardest thing in the world to make it 
With that said, Garrison, I mean, how does that make you feel about yourself knowing that you're one of those 400-plus guys? I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm super thankful. It's, it's something I'll, I'll never take for granted, and I'll always continue to work as hard as I can to keep that. It's one thing, you know, to make the league, but it's also one thing. Then that's another thing to stay in the league. Uh, so that's, you know, kind of my focus is staying in the league and just working as hard as I can, never taking it for granted. Um, and then I'm thankful for the people that, you know, have been around me that have pushed me. I ain't been able to do this on my own. You know, it's taken a lot of hard work from other people to help me get to this point, too. So those are those are kind of all the things that keep me going. It's taken um, taking you getting the locker, uh, the the weight room opened up over at Franklin High a couple of times as well. I, I actually got your phone number from Donnie Webb, and and that's what he was telling me that um, you had broken in there or gotten in there a couple of times trying to get a workout in, and you know, folks like that helping you keep yourself ready i'm sure have been a, a big part of what you've been able to accomplish as well oh it's they're a huge part man i can't take credit for anything I mean, a lot of those guys you know a lot of the guys that have gotten me to where i am they've been um i wouldn't be here without them i can tell you that uh, we we are uh so happy that you were able to take some time with us today and then and, and speak with us and we look forward to continuing following your NBA journey and uh, here in Middle Tennessee, especially, obviously. And uh, we appreciate it, like I said, for uh, you taking some time with us today. Yeah, I appreciate y'all having me on. It means a lot, man. Garrison Matthews, a former Franklin two sport athlete and Lipscomb basketball standout. Helped what? Lipscomb to the NIT finals three years ago against Texas. Did you get to play in the garden, Garrison? I did. Yeah, I've played That's there, cool. I don't know, four or five times. Well, yeah, but uh, that that first time, how how cool was that? Oh, it was it was crazy. It was one of the coolest experiences I've had, and, for sure. And now you just get to walk in. You know, it's it's no big deal now. You're just going to the garden to play. NBD, no big deal. I'll uh, tell you, yeah. And then I got to Staples Center, and then I was even more more wild. You know. It's crazy, and playing. You're, you're like, man, I'm playing on the same floor as so many legends, and I got to guard LeBron one, one possession. I was like, oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> that's incredible. That's man. awesome, Garrison. Thanks so much, man. We appreciate your time. Have a good one. Y'all too. Thank you. There you have it, Garrison Matthews, uh, DC Wizard. 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 Yeah, actually, um, a restricted free agent at this point so we'll see where he winds up um he he kind of explained that apparently once the free agency signing period begins next month you know as a restricted free agent the wizards have first right of first refusal. right of refusal so they can match any offer that anybody makes to him and so he's he'll be a little bit in limbo i guess to see who offers and whether the Wizards match whatever is offered. And, and so, you know, for a guy who's just kind of carving out his niche in the league, it's kind of a pins and needles type of period for him, I would think. He so, can shoot that thing. It, he can shoot <laughs> he the can cover shoot. off of it, yeah. Uh, five uh, and a half points a game last year. And, hey, Wizards, so that's don't, solid. hey, don't let him turn the corner on you either. Nah. So. It's, yeah, again. 
everybody in the NBA is twice as good as the best guy you've ever seen in a pickup game. <laughs> Period. <laughs> Period. Unless you've been hanging out at Rucker Park up in New York. <laughs> well, there's that. Yeah. But, <laughs> I'm talking about it, Middle the, Tennessee. Unless Mookie Betts kind of, you know, was just shows a up. Game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. You, all of that goes out the window if Mookie happens to show up at your pickup game. Well, but, yeah, because sure. Mookie could be pro in three sports right now. He could be a pro in literally three sports. And one of them is bowling. Matter of fact, I think he's he 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 bowled a PBA event mm-hmm. at some point and, and and has a 300, has a perfect game as a PBA bowler. So, there you go. He and, and you won't hear me mention this often, but um he was the Tennessee's Mid-State Bowler of the Year twice when he was at Overton. Well, he should have been. (laughs) Right? Yeah, exactly. Dude was fantastic. So, yeah, unless Mookie Betts shows up at your pickup game, you ain't beating anybody that comes out of the NBA, including Garrison Matthews. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we've got the Braves uh, and Sounds slash Stripers because we're going to talk more about the Stripers today than we do the Sounds. Today. Uh, So, we'll be right back on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Day, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Stick around. Fast Stop Markets is a full-service, family-owned convenience store chain located in 14 locations throughout Middle and West Tennessee. For those in our listing area, you can find them in Columbia, Centerville, Lawrenceburg, Spring Hill, Dixon, and White Bluff. Fast Stop partners with wholesale fuel brands like Shell, Marathon, and Exxon, delivering a consistent customer experience that is fast, friendly, and clean. If it's not already, it will soon become your go-to store to shop in town or on the road. Fast Stop Markets is proud to be keeping you moving in Tennessee. Hey folks, while we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ned Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com. It's Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. Once again, with Mo, here's Chris. Welcome back into Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint. 27 minutes past the hour here. 33 minutes remaining in this week and in this morning time slot. 32 minutes now. Happy to have you with us here at WKOM 1017 FM, Front Porch Sports Headquarters in the Lee Company Studio on this overcast and muggy as I walked out of the house this morning, Friday. Oof, brutal. Muggy, but not terribly hot. It wasn't hot. It was just like, why is the air wet? <laughs> like it's not raining but i'm i'm wet i don't understand (laughs) it's very odd but it is what it is um let's talk a little braves mo because the atlanta braves currently have the longest winning streak in the national league yeah one game one game one game 
is the longest winning streak in the National League. Oh, good Lord. Nobody in the National League has won or lost more than one game in a row after yesterday. <laughs> that, blew me, that blew me away right there. I was is, like, is I'm that, sorry, what? Is that mediocrity to find right there or what? I mean... Chad Hall said, yeah, bad week for the National League. Apparently, after Miami lost to the Dodgers last night, the Mets are on a one-game losing streak. Nat, the Nats and Braves both won. Philly, Miami losers. Milwaukee, Reds, Cubs winners. St. Louis and Pittsburgh losers, obviously. Uh, San Francisco, Dodgers, Colorado all won, while San Diego and Arizona lost until – Last night, where San Diego won, so now they are on the one-game win streak as well. So yeah, <laughs> Nationals, Braves, Milwaukee, Cincinnati Cubs, uh, Dodgers, Giants, Rockies, and Padres all on all one, on one-game win, one streak. win streaks. Wow, wow. There's well, that. Well, the Braves will try to extend their win streak to two and snap the Marlins' one-game win streak. No, they lost last night. Oh, oh! Extend the Marlins' losing streak to two. Hopefully, when they meet at six ten today in Miami. Um, again, that game can be seen on Valley Sports South. It can be heard on our sister station one hundred three point seven WKRM FM. Pre-game beginning at four fifty-five. Um, Braves come in again. Two games under five hundred at forty-two and forty-four. We've we've never mentioned that, have we? Oh dear God! Yeah, um, this isn't going to end well. The Marlins, thirty-eight and forty-seven, coming in here after taking two out of three from the Dodgers. Three out of four. Three out of four from the Dodgers. They, they won the first three and then lost. Last then night. lost after losing two of three in Atlanta I, over the weekend. Uh, baseball is weird. It's weird. Um, <laughs> meanwhile, again, the Braves on a one-game win streak after that fourteen-three win on Wednesday over Pittsburgh. The one game that they won in Pittsburgh out of three games. <laughs> uh, we should be over 500 right now. Uh, <laughs> Charlie Morton getting the start for the Braves. 7-3 and three with a 3-9-1 ERA. Zach Thompson, 2-2 um, two and two with a 2-2-5 two, two, goes to the bump for Miami. I think the Braves beat him on Sunday. Is that right? Um. He pitched. I don't know if he got the loss, though. Okay. All right. But, yeah, um, again, final three games before the All-Star break for for the Braves and, and for the Marlins. So, so, we'll see how this goes. It, Grant McCauley posted a stat yesterday that just absolutely floored me. Nearly 20% of the Braves' 406 runs scored this year have come in five games. Atlanta is averaging four runs per game in the other 81 contests. Compare that to a 4.26 team ERA, and you get the makings of a club destined to be 500. 500. There you go. So they've scored 406 runs. 77 of of that, yeah, that's, I was going to say, is right at 80 80 runs have come in five games. The the two 20-run games, probably this 14-3 win on Wednesday – and a couple other, they scored 14 or 15 in. Yeah. So, that's insane. Yeah. Feast or famine. Killing us. Killing us. Yeah. You got to do that more than five times. Yeah. If that's what you're going to do. <laughs> I'm just it, saying. 
So we, we kind of touched on this at the tail end of our segment yesterday with George Plaster. Mm-hmm. Once the Braves come to the realization that Freddie Freeman is not going to resign over this offseason, mm-hmm. you have to trade him. Yes. Okay. 1,000% you have to trade him. Because you can get something significant for him for the stretch run from somebody. Let's uh, let's package him with Enciarte. Dansby. Dansby. Uh, I don't know if you can get I don't know if you can get rid of Dansby right now. Uh you try if, if you, you package try. him with Freddie. You, yeah, I mean obviously, but Enciarte and then go get you and, go get you a left fielder and a first baseman. And a first baseman. Unless you think Bryce Ball is about ready. Is he though? Uh, I mean, you could yeah. you could you could conceivably play Austin at first base. And, well, okay. And then what you going to do? Play Camargo at third? Or are you going to go get a third base? It can't be worse than playing uh, Heredia and Almonte in left field every day. So I mean, sure. There, there are well, so I mean, many, if you're going to bite the bullet, you got to bite it. And and get everything you possibly can. Now, do you – I think you have to trade him because he's worth something. Mm-hmm. And well, – He's worth something, and if you wait until the end of the season and he walks, you get – Nothing. A, a, a pick in the 2022 draft. Ooh. And that's it. That's going to be four or five years away from Atlanta. Right. You can get something – that can help you for the next four or five years. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Instead of waiting four or five years. Because yeah. we, we can't wait. Now is the time. If Atlanta's going to win a, Nash, uh, a World Series. Anything. Or a National League pennant or a World Series. Or, or an Eastern Division. Now yeah. is, yeah. I mean, you've. You can't wait. And there are, you're, you're not that far away, you don't think. Uh, you know, you're one game away less than 365 days ago. One game. One. Who th- and, and at that time, who would have thought that you're talking about trading the reigning National League MVP? Well, at that time, nobody, because you just assumed that they were going to get the deal done. But now that it's not getting done, it's got – here's the thing. They have three days. They have, they have three days starting Sunday. Freddie is in the All-Star game, obviously, but you've got Sunday and Tuesday where he's not doing anything. You've got to get in a room with his agent. Figure Sunday, out, Monday. Game's fig, on Tuesday. Figure out what he wants. Mm-hmm. And, and either figure out how you can give it to him or figure out what you can get for, for him. him. One That's or the, the bottom other. Line. You've got to do it in the next, before. Wednesday, before the second half of the season starts. Before the end of Wednesday, we need to know whether we're trading Freddie Freeman or signing. Or signing Freddie Freeman. We're either Freeman. announcing a signing or we're trading him, one of the two. Period. And there's really no in-between. No. Don't give me an extra, you know, one year to get it done or something stupid. Either lock him up for the next five or be done. Or move him and get something for him. Exactly. 
Period. That's what you got to do. And I would I would hate to lose Freddie. But 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 if you're going to lose him, you got to get, get something. something for him. Got to. So, yes, trade Freddie Freeman. Or sign it. But if he walks, that's the worst case scenario. Oh, that's the absolute worst case scenario. And if he walks, then Alex Anthopoulos needs to walk right Fired. behind him. Fired. So, there you go. This day in Braves history, speaking of traded Braves. Traded Braves legends, by mm. the way. On July 9th, 1986, outfielder Dale Murphy sits out a 7-3 Braves win over host Philadelphia, ending his streak of 740 consecutive games played. The 30-year-old Murphy, a five-time All-Star selection, had not missed a game since September 1981. Mm. And I'm sure he came back and played a bunch more after that, but he did not play on July 9th, 1986. And that just uh, brings up the point that Cal Ripken will never be surpassed. Uh-uh. Ever. There are there are three records in baseball that I don't think will ever be surpassed. You don't think? <laughs> well, one, one of them is a is a is maybe a possibility, but in to, in today's game, the way that they play it, it's probably not. You're saying that Joe DiMaggio's 56 game hitting streak is the most likely no. to be. What are you? I, I of think the three of the three, and because the, the other being Cy Young's 511 career victories. Okay, so then maybe then four. Uh, yeah, that's. Oh. I, <laughs> The one that I was thinking about was Hershiser's 56, uh, 50, 59 innings scoreless. scoreless. And I don't know, though. I mean, the way the way they use pitchers and bullpens these days, if they're getting you out after six scoreless. But he did it without giving up an earned run, without uh, and pitch complete games. Yeah. Oh, all of his were complete games. That won't happen. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So. Still, I I think that, and I think DiMaggio's streak are more likely than Ripken or oh, yeah. Cy Young's victories. Yeah, I mean, no question. 511. That's a lot. That's a lot. I mean, if you're a 20-game winner, you have to do For that. For 25 years, 25 and you're times. still short. <laughs> Yeah, I mean that's oof. Yeah, that's uh, no, that's that's not <laughs> happening. That's not happening. So yeah, um, interesting last night over in Gwinnett as the Stripers sweep the doubleheader, two seven inning games, which apparently the Braves are really good at uh, as a organization. Kyle Wright goes seven, scoreless, pitches a seven, complete game shutout uh, for the Stripers last night in game two. In game one, Drew Waters and Christian Pache go yard back-to-back with a three-run homer and a solo homer. Uh, And Tukey Toussaint pitches six innings, gives up no earned runs, no walks, was it? And struck out 11. 
one walk and struck out 11. And his, six? He struck six. out 11 and six? That's right. Yeah. <laughs> 11 of the eight. He had eight through three. <laughs> so <laughs> he, he almost struck out all nine batters he first faced the first time through the lineup. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> that's what's called dealing. <laughs> he was he was on and and Tukey who is rehabbing right now. So that's why he's he's been he's he's pitched at Rome, he's pitched in Mississippi, he's now pitching in Gwinnett. He will soon be pitching in Atlanta. I have a feeling if he keeps this up. Cuz I mean, again, they're playing the the league leading Nashville Sounds right now. And Kyle Muller is getting the start tonight after his last start being in Atlanta. <laughs> what Four days ago, five yeah, days ago, I think they're just trying to keep him on on rotation at this point. And um, but he, other than that, he'll be back. Oh yeah, oh there's no question he's going to be back after the way he pitched last time. Uh, he's got a two and one record with a four six ERA in Triple uh, A. He's going to take on um, Lindblom. I can't think of the guy's first name, um, but. I will say this, Lindblom is 2-0 and with an 0-9-1 ERA. <laughs> so there's that. Uh, <laughs> when you start talking sub-zero, uh, sub-ones. Josh, Josh Lindblom. Josh Lindblom. And he's typically, uh, you know, he's a guy that, let's see. The, the, the Stripers have hit fairly well, actually. Camargo's 1-for-4 against him. Irvin Phillips is 3-for-3. Three Goins is one for three. Kazmar, one for three. Uh, Kipnis is one for four. So, uh, you know, this is this is a uh, nobody's hit Muller. Nobody on the on the, the sounds has a hit against Kyle Muller. So there you go. Yeah. I mean, but Drew Waters is your center fielder of the future, right? Is he? You hope. I mean, that's what you Drafted him for. Well, I mean, if Christian – you thought Christian Pache was. I always thought Pache was going to end up being in left field. Really? But those three together, if they if, if Pache, Waters, they ever get there, and with Acuna and Wright, if, if they can hit at all. That's a pretty dynamic outfield, and nothing hits the ground. Nothing hits the ground. Yeah. Unless it hits Ronnie's palm, which well, poor Matt we- Matzik, man, that guy. <laughs> Again, we go back to him walking in the game winner, but the ball hits Ronnie's palm, and you're supposed to get – you, you have a double play ball that ends up not being a double play. All right. And then he walks in the game winner. So, you know, it is what it is. Bad luck sucks. But uh, and and you can ask Austin Riley because he got BABIP'd recently. His <laughs> his ball his his batting average against balls in play is just putrid. Now that Freddie's hitting, I guess it's passed on to Riley. We'll just keep passing it down the line until it gets to like Arcia or something. <laughs> but anyway, um, sounds and stripers this weekend. Again, they play at 6.05 tonight, 5.05 tomorrow, and 12.05 on Sunday. So that's over at Cool Ray Field in Lawrenceville. So don't go to First Horizon. Uh, wait until Tuesday there. to come back where and when Louisville returns. Now, do they? 
Louisville returns That's right, on because Tuesday. they're not playing an all-star no game. All-star game. Yeah. Okay. So they're going to play play on, play on, as the soccer officials tell you. That's play right. On. There you go. Yeah. All right. We're going to take a break. When we return, we've got – I've got the hiccups, apparently. Uh, you've got T. Willie talking NASCAR on the other side of the break. So stick around on the Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Day presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. We'll be right back. When we're out covering sports in and around Murray County, communication between Maurice and I is absolutely vital to our success. When your business needs top-notch communication and local service, Covenant Technology is there, and they are dedicated to helping your business succeed by ensuring open lines of communication to your clients and customers. Contact them today at 615-846-9898 or visit covenanttechnology.net. Keep your home as comfortable as possible. If you have any issues with your air conditioner, electrical, or plumbing systems, call Lee Company. Our techs use visual findings and other technology tools to add transparency and clarity. You see what we see, whether we're in a crawl space or on the roof. We're here 24-7, so if you need us, call us. Lee Company. Call 931-548-4448 today or schedule your appointment at LeeCompany.com. That's LeeCompany.com. Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, the sports talk show you've always wanted. Welcome back into Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Twelve minutes to the top of the hour in the final morning show of Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. As we are moving to the four to six time slot starting on Monday, weather permitting, we'll be out on the front porch, so come by, say hello. We'd love to see you and love to talk to you as you're driving home. We hope to be the soundtrack to your drive home every single day following the George Plaster show, which starts on Monday as well at two o'clock. It's going to be a lot of fun. Hey, real quick, before we get into uh, NASCAR with T Willie announced yesterday that Scotty Pippen jr. Is going to return to Vanderbilt for another year. And that's uh that's big news for stack. Yeah, I think it is big news. You know, um, he had declared for the draft, but he did not retain an agent. Um, Smart move. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, um, yeah. Dad has been in the news quite a bit here recently. Um, yeah, maybe the stock but, went but, down a little bit but, there. Uh, <laughs> Way to go, Dad. Yeah. Keep but, your mouth shut till I get drafted, bro. <laughs> I'm messing with my money. <laughs> but no. Um, Play with my emotions. I, I, I think he got some pretty sound advice from somewhere in the way he approached that. Probably got some um, – evaluations of when he needed to come back to the SEC and to Vanderbilt to work on. And Vanderbilt can be the beneficiary of all that. So um looking forward to what he can get done in another year at Memorial Gym. All right. Uh, I am too. Let's bring in T. Willie because I usually T. Willie um, has a good get silly with T. Willie joke for us. But I got one for T. Willie. It's not even a joke. This is an actual thing. Oh man, T. Willie, <laughs> did you did you mention today? I don't know if if you uh, on uh, Inside of Middle Tennessee, uh, T. Willie hosts that every Friday from eight to nine a.m. on WKOM. Uh, did you guys happen to read the story about the UPS baby? 
No, we did not. So apparently a UPS driver in, uh, in Hermitage was headed to Vanderbilt to, to have, to, to give birth to his, his wife was giving birth to their son and mm-hmm. he like ran over the curb and all this, that, and the other, like it was crazy. Right. So yep. because he was trying to get the police officer's attention to escort them to the hospital because she was about to have this baby. Well, that didn't work. And she ended up having the baby in the car. And you know what they named their son that they had in the car? Uh, what can Brown do for you? I don't know. Carson. <laughs> Her son. Carson. Wow. Are you serious? That's real. That's a real thing. <laughs> they named their son that they had in the car, Carson. Now, is there any connection to that? <laughs> or is that just, it was just, just, just luck? <laughs> I, I, it's got, it, it had to be on purpose, right? Come that, on. Yeah. That had to be. Anyway, I thought it was fantastic. It was a, the best so name you could have had. Mm. Could not have come up with a better one. Yeah, you can't make that up like you said. <laughs> exactly. You can't make exactly. that up. Exactly. Yep. Oh, man. T. Willie, what, what's going on in NASCAR? Last week we didn't get to talk to you, but there was some big mm-hmm. news that came out. Um, Chip Ganassi Racing. Yeah, uh, it was not for sale, but uh, of course. <laughs> As the Million Dollar Man once said, everybody's got a price. <laughs> the Million Dollar Man TBIC. But uh, Chip Ganassi, yeah, he said he was not peddling the team. He did not put anything up. But Trackhouse Racing, out of uh, based out of Nashville, came with an offer. As the Godfather would say, he couldn't refuse. And, uh, I, I just got to say, anytime you can work Ted DiBiase into the show yeah. is a good day. Yeah. The money man, you got that right. But uh, yeah, and apparently the rumors are that they they paid ten million a piece just for the two charters. Wow. Just so you're probably talking four hundred, five hundred million dollars that probably exchanged hands. So yeah, if I'm Chip Ganassi, I'm taking the check and walking home. No, no doubt about it. So, but yeah, that's but that's great news for Trackhouse Racing. Uh, again, they're based out in Nashville, Justin Marks, and they. Of course, you have Pitbull, who came in as one of the primary owners, and he brings a lot of people. Mr. To the, Worldwide. <laughs> I tell you, at Nashville, uh, when he came in, his entourage, I mean, there were 40 or 50 people with him. Uh, it's amazing, the people that that follow that that young man. Uh, he's nothing but good for the sport, just like, uh, you know, having Michael Jordan. It can't hurt having that kind of exposure. So, But they're going to have the two charters. Uh they're going to keep the 99 with the Suarez. Uh, they may or may not change that number. They currently, the two numbers associated with Chip Ganassi is the one and the 42. But uh, those are actually owned by NASCAR people. The teams have to lease them every year, and it's up to NASCAR whether they let them lease them. So, the, But that gives one spot uh, with the charter. The second one is all kinds of rumors. They've talked to Kurt Busch. Uh, obviously, Ross Chastain is the other driver involved. Uh, it depends whether you want a veteran who's a former champion to for your team expanding or whether you want uh, to go with the new guy who's, uh, you know, doing pretty good, actually, uh, you know, the watermelon farmer out of Florida. So you never know. So there's obviously a connection with him and football, so probably so. But uh, big news, huge news. Uh, that shakes up everything. Yep. But there's still there's still more shoes to drop. We're still waiting for the Brad Keselowski announcement decision. And all that's going to change. You're going to have a shuffling of drivers for the most part. Most of them will stay the same next year. They're just going to be in different cars or 
different sponsors, different owners, that type of stuff. But big news, big news for Nashville because they've all they've talked about they want they're going to put a shop somewhere on the, either Second or Broadway. I can't remember what they said, uh, a race shop, and so fans can come by and walk in like they do at Charlotte, yep. and the, car, the cars will be worked on in back. You'll be able to see them, see the cars being worked on. Occasionally, a driver or crew chief will be by. So that, that's huge news for Nashville. That's and pretty got, crazy. <laughs> it is, but it's a great. If you think about it, you know downtown Nashville has so is you know the the destination for people and and what goes better than NASCAR than country music, you know? Yeah. So or vice versa. So, what goes better with country music than NASCAR? NASCAR? Yeah. I mean, one of the, one of the greatest one of the greatest CDs of all time was that NASCAR CD that had. Uh, had all those great songs on it. I don't remember that. I just remember having the CD. Well, and, and surely Marty Robbins was on it. Oh, I don't think so. I think this was way no. after that. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, Kyle, Petty. Kyle Petty was one of them. Yeah. Hey, real quick before, because yep. we, we've only got about three and a half minutes, but the trucks are in Knoxville tonight. Knoxville, Iowa. Knoxville, Iowa. The dirt uh, the dirt track of, that's where all the uh, the sprint cars have their championships. Uh, it's first time NASCAR has ever been there. I think it's a three-eighths mile, if I'm not mistaken. I may be, uh, but it's an all-solid dirt. Trucks never ran there. They're going to run four heat races tonight, and that will set the starting lineup. They got uh, 40 cars, so all will make the race. And uh, I believe we'll have the broadcast uh, probably at 5:30 with the pre-race. Mike's going to run that, and then the four go, heat. Ra- they're 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 ten they're 15 lap heat races, uh, and the, the cautions don't count. And how they finish is how they'll line up. You know, heat one, the winner gets first. Heat two, the winner gets second, and so on and so forth. So it's you tune it, tune in, or listen in to one oh one point seven. You're gonna, it's gonna be amazing. Um, and the, the Xfinity and Cup are in Atlanta. To the, yeah. So speaking of big news, Atlanta Motor Speedway after this race, they're gonna repave it. They're gonna change the banking. They're pretty much gonna make it a brand new track. They are. They're going to uh, increase the banking. I think that tw- either 26 or 28 degrees, uh, and they're going to sh- narrow it in the corners from 50. I think they're 56 foot now to 40 foot, and they're going to completely repave it. So it's going to be a it's going to be a completely different track when they come back next spring. So that's a, that's exciting news. But but you got to do that. You got to constantly change. Uh, the track is wore out. You know, they make about 10 laps and they need to change tires right now. So, because that was the last track that was repaved, and I think it was 97. So it's been, you know, 20 some years since it's been paid. So, and, uh, but, but, and, and just, just as I know, uh, as Clayton Harris would say, look for Chase Elliott to be in victory lane. Well, I was going to say Chase is on the pole because he won last week. And you're, we, I don't even know if I mentioned it last week, but you did send me a text and I have, I have verifiable proof that. Yep. T. Willie called Chase Elliott winning last week, so I just want to let you guys know that. Uh, T. Willie, thank you so much, man. we got about a minute left, so we're going to let you go. Uh, you got anything before we get out of here? I got one thing for you. What's that? Besides the new league, which I'll be broadcasting tomorrow at 8 and 103, uh, I went to a farm to learn martial arts, and I tell you, my pork chops are devastating. <laughs> pork chops to learn oh, that's so good all right t willie get out of here we appreciate it and congratulations to mo our hall of famer that's right thanks so much all thanks right. here we're gonna Thank get you. out of here on this edition of southern middle tennessee sports day tune in next week at 2 p.m for george plaster 
Stick around for us at 4 p.m. all the way home, taking you to the house uh, 4 to 6 each and every weekday. Next week, we'll be live on the front porch, hopefully weather permitting, so stick around. We appreciate you guys hanging out with us and continue to hang out with us next week. We really appreciate it again. It's going to be a lot of fun, Mo. Looking forward to it. Yeah. Come by and see us. Please do. All right. We're going to get out of here. we got a house full today. We, we got the party on Friday. JP's got a party on WKRM. So uh, flip it over to 103.7 because he's got a, he's going to tell you what's going on in Murray County this weekend. All right, for intern one, Andrew Moore, Coach Mike, intern two, Lawson Smith, Mo Patton, the Hall of Famer. I'm Chris Yao saying have a great day, everybody, and stay cool, Columbia.